Hey everybody, this is the Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm Chip Monk, and with me as always the Chocolate Chip Milk Drinking Gimp Monk. What's that? <laughs> the Gimp Monk, dude. The Gimp Monk. Like, yeah, dude. You get that calcium. It's it's uh, it's, uh, it's You're up in your level, dude. It's cold brew. It's cold brew coffee. But right. uh, yeah, no, it's it's. I had to. I had to have a uh, cold coffee this morning. It was like hot as shit when I woke up. It was like eighty degrees outside. Crazy. It's like uh, evolving, dude, like a Pokemon, dude. I am? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I like the different, uh, is it the different, EVs? Different yeah. yeah, you have yeah. to have the different evolutionary crystals, right, right, dude. Right, right. Here's the, the chocolate milk, dude. <laughs> I like it. I like it. What's the name with you, brother? It feels like ah. we, a, we took a week break uh, just because there's really no news, honestly. Like, yeah. Front. It's, it's uh, July. Uh, the summer's typically slow, um, but... Uh, you know, There's I like figure. a bunch of like rumors and murmurs about different yeah, stuff, yeah, but, but like we've never really been with, with nothing. Those dudes, <laughs> yeah, you need to have validity. I'd rather everyone's like, oh, than just talk about bullshit for an hour, you know? Yeah, <laughs> but did you see this one sentence that was leaked from this email? Here's Do you think it I means think. this? Yeah, let me yeah, spend yeah. an hour breaking it down. So, yeah, what does this some, mean? Uh, so yeah, let's see with you, Chip. Anything happened over the last uh, week and a half since we spoke? Nothing, man. I realize I still. I'm paying for Game Pass, uh, and yeah. so like I was like trying to figure that out because like you're like yo get Dishonored, so I was like yeah bet. So I bought Dishonored, uh, and then oh, there's this other, nice for yeah. the, uh, on the sale for like five bucks or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I was like on nice, Steam sale, nice. uh, but then it's all on uh, Game Pass. So I was like fuck. Oh. <laughs> I feel like a but they yeah. have like two and like the expansion on there as well. So okay, but you bought like, the first one, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, okay. so I can play that whenever. I am very interested uh-huh. in hearing what you think of the level design once you get yeah i'd say once you're like three hours into the game just like hit me up dude can tell me what you think because it's it's really it's really good i don't want to overhype it but like i look back at that game fondly and i want to replay through it on pc yeah like that uh youtuber i sent you like he was like one of the level yeah. designers for that game so oh yeah i've yeah, seen like yeah. some of like his thoughts and like how he approaches level design and stuff so it's like uh be interesting to see uh, you know, in practice, the the theory hitting the the, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it depends on how you play stealth games as well. You know, like yeah. I, I think how much the levels will affect you. Um, I usually go deep into one build, and then if that stops working, I like quit the game. Okay, okay. The Dishonored's very open ended, so I think it'll, it'll work the whole way through. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know. I've tried that with like uh, oh, Deus Ex. You did you quit yeah. Uh the Mankind, the oh, remake. Okay. Because okay. I was gonna say the yeah. OG. I was like, you could go through with it <laughs> pretty No, pretty like bad. I was like building like a non stealth build, and then there's like a part where like I think you have to stealth, otherwise like it just breaks the mission. So you kinda get like soft locked in. Like if you didn't put like they're like, what are the odds somebody would put zero points into like anything else? And it's like, yeah, that's me, dude. I can't have no other options but this. <laughs> like, that's hilarious. Yeah, so, you're playing Bulletstorm. Uh, the rest of the world's playing playing Deus Ex. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and I was I was fine with like Cyberpunk. I was able to get through all that with like their because they also like kind of have the same branching yeah. design philosophy. Are, really are you excited for uh, Phantom Liberty, uh, the expansion coming out. Not, not really, man. Really, uh, I'm actually hyped for it. Yeah, I know you picked up Cyberpunk at one point, so it's yeah. uh, interesting to see you got some hype. Did you ever even play the? Not yet, not yet. Yeah. I was looking at the Phantom Liberty and the Idris Elba voiceover. He seems like, and he seems like fully into it because he was at an interview recently. And he's like, he's like, 
They're like, oh, you have no no movies lined up for for the rest of this year. He's like, yeah, I had to do some voiceover work for Cyberpunk. It was fucking great. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, at first I thought it was gonna be a real easy job, just you know, you go there, spit a few lines out, and go home. Yeah. But uh, I got real into the story, so then I went home and uh, checked out the whole the whole Cyberpunk game. I was like, it's fucking great. He's <laughs> just so, been sitting around playing the art tabletop RPG the whole time. Yeah, right, right. It's like um, yeah, I just oh, took so- a year off to play. Uh, rpg tabletops so the fact that idris was excited for it seems pretty cool um what uh, what what oh i said the fact that idris alba like the main he's the the antagonist in the yeah yeah. he's excited for it makes me makes me uh go okay that seems pretty cool because he's not he's definitely not not a gamer you know he's he's hyped for it yeah that's pretty cool um i think too with cyberpunk being fixed um that more people having the the experience that that they initially wanted um it's helping that game too it's it's one of those games that i and we we discussed on the pod that the game would be fixed and everyone's gonna love it um as of about seven days ago a little maybe a little under um it reached overwhelming positive status on steam that's good man like i don't know they've been slowly fixing that game up Uh, a lot of the people who are deep in that community too there's like good mods and stuff too yeah basically make it a full game at this point yeah so, so you were one of the only people who who actually went through the entire game beat it and still said it was good yeah so, but you i, f- have I like think it was kind of mess either right like you were like, yeah but i also like wasn't like full on like the hype train of it like i didn't really pay attention to it i like right uh, i remember like seeing like the first trailer Mm-hmm. But I didn't even realize that was the same game because it's so fucking different. It's like the lady like in the rain with like mantis arms and yeah. cops shooting at it. Uh, some, yeah, somebody else was watching some other YouTube video where they're like talking about like, you know, their long development cycle. And they're like, this is what they promised us. And I was like, oh, that's the same fucking game. <laughs> like, I wasn't like that deep into it where I was like, yeah, what what else is coming? You know? Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I like I saw it, it looked interesting. Look, next gen, you know, in air quotes. And I was like, yes. I got a more modern PC. Let me try out some cool shit. I'm looking for some cool shit to play uh, that looks good, that uh, pushes the, the graphic limits. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know. It was, uh, I also think it was maybe mismarketed as well, where I know I told like people like on this power, it's like, it's more of like a visual novel than like a traditional RPG. Like, it's not like choose your own adventure. It's like, here's kind of, the, the plot and you're gonna, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's like yeah there's like maybe a couple different endings but basically it's like all streams lead back to the same river type of thing you know yeah. what i i miss the true cyberpunk cyberpunk dream uh shadow run yeah you know, like og like second genesis shadow run anyone, anyone listening to this pod seriously um if you like if you have the genesis or if you have you know emulation abilities yeah play a super nintendo version it's way better Really? Don't I listen like to this the, guy. I like, the, I like the Genesis version. Uh, and then like the they're uh, they're different. They're, they're different. Like, yeah, they're really different. Yeah. And then there's like uh, cheats for the honestly, I Sega. Like, I feel like the Genesis version was superior, uh, but maybe it's because the one I it's the one I played first. Maybe that's why. You know. But uh, I think both games are finally remembered. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Nobody. Yeah, they're different different experiences though. So uh, for me, I think like the Super Nintendo ones maybe better. But yeah. probably played the Sega Genesis one more, but yeah, and, and I'd say they re- they re- it's, it's, a tr- <laughs> it's a true cyber like cyber future uh, style, like like it's projected in the media in the game. I feel it, 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 yeah, it engrosses you in its story and it, it's unapologetic in its terminology, where you kind of have to figure out like the the like what it, what things are, you know. 
They uh, made more Shadow Run, dude. They're, they had like a Kickstarter, I think. Yeah, or, I, know, I, own, I own them all. I just never jumped back. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's 106. Right? I, I jumped I, back I into it. The Kickstarter, I just never. I was like, yeah, I'm not really. It became more of like um, an XCOM style, like top down. I didn't like that. I like where it was more fast action. Yeah. Uh, like, I was thinking it'll be like the, the Sega or the Super Nintendo version of the game, yeah. where now it's like it's more slow paced and like thought out. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of second Shadowrun game, the dragon something or other, uh, was was really good story wise. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I played past like the prologue and like some other shit, and I'm like, I just never been deep into like XCOM style games, like that oh. turn based tactic. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I really like those. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a try eventually. I just I don't know what's wrong with me, man. I just don't like that battle system. Really? <laughs> I, I, I went through a big and man, get off topic here, but or off the topic I want to get to, but I, I just have to say this: uh, one of my favorite ever games is is Shining Force Two, and I think I've mentioned it multiple times on this podcast. Um, I don't think you've mentioned it once. Really? Yeah. Are you, are you facetious right now, or have I not mentioned? No, it? That's I don't think right you've now. mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel like um, I would remember Shining Force. It's like, damn, that's a deep cut. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so. Uh, Shining Force 2 is one of my favorite games of all time, and Shining Force 3 was my main reason for emulating the Saturn, or trying to emulate the Saturn. Uh, When I was a teenager, I found out that we did not, here in the States, we did not get the true Shining Force 3, because there's three different, or yeah, two more discs in that game that never got translated, and there's been a fan translation that's been working for nearly 20 years on translating the whole fucking game, which just got done with... uh, I think disc two is halfway done or something, or disc three is halfway done, and they're, they're having to work on disc four, but it's completely playable now. You can beat it, but some things will still be in Japanese, but um, that was my main reason for emulating the Saturn, the Shining Force 3, and nothing, no other turn-based tactic RPG really scratched that same itch. Like, I love Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, and they were really good, but they still didn't, didn't quite scratch the Shining Force itch, and Shining Force never really went back to their turn-based tactics either. They went through, you know, Shining Force force that series of things where it's yeah. a completely different system uh obviously there's a fire emblem series and stuff like that for like a tactics game but again like shining force something about the world the music and its battle system really just hit on all fucking angles for me there and, you go yeah yeah so i'm one of those one of those shining force fans who are just like unapologetic you know unapologetic, <laughs> yeah yeah and i, yeah, I love man. xcom and i love the xcom series so you know i, I maybe i will like those shadow run games i, I think if, if the story hits and i think especially the music for me this story was pretty good that's kept me in there longer than anything else like the battle like took me out of it but like the story was like i kind of want to know what happens but yeah. yeah well like battle music how's that it's very forgettable again <laughs> yeah it had like some decent like uh intro music and like menu shit was all was all solid it draws you into the world and then like uh, uh, you're just like yeah this kind of whack yeah this music's whack i don't know you might like it though it's like i probably listened to too much like synth stuff at that point to be like this is indistinguishable from other synth pop stuff i'm not like oh this this is that banger this it hangs out there so i get i get it i get it but yeah yeah so uh as we're saying like uh I forget what, what, how we got into this. Oh, Cyberpunk. <laughs> um, yeah, so hey, I'm excited for you excited? Way. Yeah. Uh, other other things that are happening. Um, uh, Naraka Blade Point went free to play, um, which is oh. which is a uh, melee combat focused uh, battle royale. 
that was 20 bucks for the past two years since since its release and it's, it's garnered a really niche community it's it's consistently one of the most played games on steam but uh it seems like no one's really talking about it and i assume it's because of the price point but uh you know it's a battle royale it's uh, melee focused and uh not what free to play with uh i think if you still if you end up paying money you get a better experience but you know you can at least try it out now um yeah you know i think that's pretty big for the battle royale genre because it's the only one that's really melee focused that's managed to stick around longer than a year um i was a big fan Have of you... verse the wrestling battle royale that yeah was you played year. a ton I of that loved, i fucking loved that it <laughs> was so much fun um so i'm gonna give uh, naraka a try i think i don't i, I I'll, I'll do it off stream i'll just you know, do you think Rumbleverse ran like did it need to be a battle royale it felt like it was like eh, it doesn't need to be that no, I don't. I think it could have been like a uh, uh, Power Stone style game, like an arena battle or, yeah, like yeah. or something. Yeah, it felt or, like that was maybe what they're going for. And somebody at some point was like, make it a battle royale. <laughs> like, yeah. It felt like, you know, you could have like maybe like 10, 15 people or like, you know, four people to eight people locally yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's no, unfortunate, something, man. Something about it just, it just didn't. Maybe it's the art style, because like even when I was playing it, and uh, Sir Solace, shout out, um, him and I had a shit ton of wins on that game. Um, uh, neither of us liked the art style. We thought it looked ugly as hell. Um, Dang. Uh, so maybe the art style just put a lot of people off. Um, maybe the fact that it was melee focused put people off, but I, I actually liked that, because it, it was different, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's There's been other, other like battle royale style games that did things differently that didn't succeed i forget the one that i, I really liked uh but it was like a bow, bow and arrow based combat um uh, that one was that one was fun it's like you're on the a game calling like, no not the calling uh, uh. you were like on a, on a game show or something like that and uh like fans could vote on how to uh fuck up your game or whatever can we get back one versus 100 remember that it was like on the old school xbox oh, 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 game 60 hell yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They i feel like that was like, launch it a while back and it just failed miserably but yeah it was dope like you could like if you got to the end like you won real stuff like real like yeah. you know xbox money or games yeah. Yeah. you got unlocked the game in your library i, I think like, that's yeah. something to be said too because if, if for more casual fans to win real things i think that's pretty huge uh i think that what fucked microsoft over with that was uh it was unclear how you could be the one yeah you know, like like it was like randomly selected or something but i think if there was like some sort of pre-vetting process or something and like like a game show really you know like you sign up yeah. whatever you get a little interview and uh, some questions and then you know yes or no um do it like that uh, but yeah i thought one versus 100 was a fantastic idea and um game shows really appeal to casual audience and then like trivia everyone can participate in it's it's, it's i think another huge thing it had going for too it was like it was like a set time it wasn't yeah. like yeah, you yeah, could, yeah. it was like a legitimate tv show right <laughs> yeah it was like you have to be in it like you know whatever it was like 5 p.m eastern uh, 6 6 p.m central or something or four yeah. it was like you have to be here and like get in and then like we're only running this for an hour yeah however many games we're gonna have or maybe it was like three hours or something but yeah yeah set times i think that adds something since, to the novelty of it makes it an event yeah since the advent of xbox live they, and the just commonality of it uh they've no longer been unique with it yeah uh i think the most unique thing right now unfortunately is fortnite doing it with their live concerts you know with, with, i think with yeah. scott one probably being the best one they've done uh that one was the most like visually impressive and unique and it seemed like like a full 
Did you see that they opened up the Unreal uh, Fortnite? Like they made like a weird creator's space or whatever, so you can make levels for Fortnite now. Yeah, that looked pretty dope. I watched a few tutorials and stuff on that. Basically, Roblox now. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Yeah, Yeah. it's like it's like a gateway to get people into the Unreal Engine. True. It seemed like a you know my first Unreal Engine experience type of thing. And yeah. somebody who's like doesn't really mess with Unreal Engine, I'm like, maybe I should mess around with Fortnite, dude. It's got like a bajillion people playing that game, dude. True. It's like Roblox. They said somehow vaguely you can maybe make money off the shit you make too. So it seems so. It's it's such a yeah. It's mad sussy. Yeah, it's <laughs> I don't know, sussy. but you can say the same thing about like Roblox. Roblox is like straight up like exploitative, <laughs> where it's like, yeah, you can. You have to use real money to get Roblox coins, and then you use the Roblox coins to buy stuff to be able to make games, and then other people pay you Roblox coins to play your game. So now you can uh, get more Roblox coins or whatever, uh, but then you can also cash out the Roblox coins for, like, you know, it's kind of like the old, yeah, it's like the old pachinko machines, like in Japan, where it's like, technically it's not gambling, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I, 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 I I won't get into how Roblox is predatory or not i think that i'm legitimately surprised and maybe I'm, I'm just ignorant to this fact but how have they not been sued by lego is that just is that just me like, <laughs> it I, looks I, vaguely I similar it looks vaguely similar yeah, yeah. can't like, ever i think like the lego versus mega blocks deal you know what i mean it's just like i think it's like pips now. it's a very distinct look you know yeah. the little pips on top i don't yeah. know it's like a so as they're not doing that with like a you know a groove on the bottom, pips on top. I think they, they're you know, okay. yeah, they're probably all right. I'm, I'm if they could, I'm sure they would have. Man, I just saw that one YouTuber he got sued by a uh, Time Warner for the having the MythBusters logo. Really? But they couldn't, That's yeah, because they didn't re up like their trademark on it, so he bought it. Yeah. Uh, but they couldn't like sue him for that. Uh, but then like he made like a parody logo of like CNN. Uh, ah, okay. And then they're like we're. We're gonna sue you, uh, and you're gonna have to pay for all of our lawyer fees. And so he's like, "So I asked a real lawyer if they can do this," and the real lawyer was like, "Yeah, bro." He's like, "So yeah, I'll give it up. I'm giving them all this shit." I'm like, "That's the right move, bro. That's the right move. It's not worth it." (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Speaking of um, lawyers and uh, things like that, big news actually that I wanted to go over and get your opinion on. Microsoft actually won its injunction in the States here um, for the Activision Blizzard merger. So now there is nothing stopping them from completing this deal. It's expected to be completed sometime mid next month in August. Uh, so all of their laid out plans of Call of Duty, uh, you know, still being on PlayStation, uh, Starfield being an Xbox exclusive. Uh, I can't remember what else was the big thing. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the big argument was. Sony's head said, "What's stopping them from keeping Call of Duty exclusive?" Like, yeah, Starfield what about the cards? Or, or like, because Starfield's exclusive and it was originally going to be a PlayStation exclusive, and Bethesda's head got out and said, "Yeah, what makes us different? How come we're not multi-platform release?" And here's my thought: It was initially going to be a PlayStation exclusive for Starfield. Uh, that's what the rumors say. I don't know how true they are, but um, I think that Microsoft was playing like a tit for tat kind of a thing. If it was going okay. to be multi-platform, I feel like they were going to keep it multi-platform. It's going to be exclusive. I feel they swapped the exclusivity. You know. So, sure. And I don't feel like Microsoft. I, I I feel they like money, 
more than they yeah. more than they are petty. So I think that they that Starfield will eventually come to the PlayStation consoles. It's just going to be a year. They're going to make it wait a year, just like PlayStation does for the PC ports. Just like sure, uh, Deathly yeah, I'll come to PlayStation yeah. and PC everywhere else or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't yes. know. Like, is that like? I feel like if they actually had a case, it'd be like some sort of contract or something though. Right. Like, like they'd already agreed upon. Yeah. For the exclusivity, usually uh, platforms pay for that as well. So it's like, Hey, we're going to give you X dollars for this amount of time on our platform. And everyone goes, cool, cool, cool. You know, and then uh, they take that money. So I'm thinking like, if they already had that agreement, like the bag has been exchanged. Like, I don't think you can really, so, so you, could pr- you could probably get out of it, right? But no, this is this is per- your 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 point is perfect because this here's what happened. Uh, with Call of Duty, uh, they are agreed to be on PlayStation for the next three iterations. That was the already agreed upon plan. Microsoft yeah. went out and said for the foreseeable future, even beyond that deal. So they estimate like the next six to eight Call of Duty games will be multi-platform and do before they have to go back to discussions they already committed to that but it was not a contract contractual agreement it was a verbal agreement but also posted online so you know the public forum can you know rip you apart yeah also verbal agreements are real agreements man like you shake hands on something like yeah uh, but a, you know sony's head just just went ape shit it was like no we need fucking call this bullshit you know yeah um and then other plans for microsoft's acquisition strategy have come out they wanted to buy uh, namco they wanted to buy sega uh, okay. Shit, they tried to buy Sega. Uh, they didn't have enough. They didn't, they didn't put up enough money for it. Uh, I feel like it. Sega feels like they're overvalued, bro. Like they're like, yeah, we're projected to be worth X amount, dude. I, I don't know. They're, I, I don't. They're fucking big too, bro. Yeah, That's the other thing. You're, you're, you're you're like, like, I was gonna say, yeah, a big part of Sega. Uh, yeah, they got bought up by like that bigger conglomerate. Yeah, same, same like they do like media. Yeah, they do. Pachinko machines. They do gambling machines. Pachinko they do. Machi- they actually do um, like physical household products. They have like fucking washing machines and shit. Yeah, like, like in a laundry mat. Like that's a big chunk of their business and shit like that. They got so, all kinds of shit. Yeah. 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 So Sega's bigger than just the games, and also Sega has low key been on an upward upward path. Even, yeah, for their games. With, uh, <laughs> with Sonic getting its head out of its ass finally. The Yakuza series doing fucking bangers. The spin-offs doing bangers. Um, Sega, Sega they own, wrong, I think right? they own Atlas too, right? The Persona? No, they don't own it. They, I think they have a stake. So, they, okay. they, they don't own it outright. But yeah, yeah, they, it's. I think they get a chunk. They got a little yeah, taste yeah, so, of that, dude. Persona's yeah, been exactly. doing bangers. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, I think this is... And, and, Forgive me if I'm if I'm wrong, but just from the outside looking in, I feel like Sega, like the higher ups, and as a the company culture in the back of their mind, they still feel like they could be one of the big three, you know, just like years yeah. and years past. So I think that if they got bought by one of these, like Microsoft, Sony, let's even throw Nintendo in there, if they got bought by completely by one of the big three, I think that's the final nail in the coffin for the old console wars that we grew up with, right? They feel like, oh shit, we just lost everything. Yeah, and you know, end of the Clone Wars, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that's that, like that's what's keeping Sega afoot is just that that like rebellious mentality, like the like the fucking like the Seminoles in Florida who've never surrendered. You know, that's like Sega right now. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, never surrendered. They're... You know, uh, they, they, yeah, you know, they're but. I, I it's think, yeah. it's weird too. It's hard to like slice out a piece of your company and be like, oh yeah, we'll just you know let that. And then it's like there's a transitionary period. There's like uh, cultural differences as well since they're mostly based out of Japan. Yes. Uh, so it's like, oh, do we want to like 
I think there's that's also a huge part of it that other people don't like to talk about. Yes. A little thing called World War II, where Japanese <laughs> people don't really necessarily like to sell their company to American companies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like vice versa. I mean, they had the same problem. What was a Ford when they tried to buy up like Ferrari and they're like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, like, well, for, well, it's, well didn't, uh, they're like, we'd rather go for like they hated Ford in general, but, uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're had that huge competition between their sports cars too. Yeah. But they, like, they had like a legitimate, goddamn, <laughs> yeah. but they were like offering to sell and then they like, were like, all right, yeah, we'll like legitimately buy you up. So they sent their guy there and then like the guy came there and like, He's like, no, get out of here. <laughs> We'd rather not. <laughs> like, after all that, it was like, you just tease us, dude. You put up like a whole bill of sale and all this other stuff. And like, what? Just how you take the mean? They're like, yeah. Just to mess with you just a little bit more, dude. <laughs> like, Enzo move. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever seen the movie uh, Enzo or Ferrari versus Ford? Uh, no. Damon and Christian Bale. You should check it out. It's great. It's, it's, all it right. has that whole Ferrari Ford rivalry. It's just fantastic. Um, it's yeah, but yeah, so I think that's also part of that is like, you know, maybe in the back of their mind as well as the bit of national pride too is like, this is a Japanese company we're sure. going to keep. Sure. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, I can see that. Um, uh, but yeah, dude, I, I think that uh, this Activision Blizzard deal, uh, it's huge in the gaming landscape. It really is. But, and it's bigger than the Bethesda acquisition. because or, People always say Bethesda acquisition. It's actually ZeniMax. It was actually a ZeniMax yeah. acquisition because ZeniMax was owned by, or Bethesda was owned by ZeniMax. So with, with uh, that acquisition, you got three big studios and then a couple of smaller ones that made decent games, right? So you had Bethesda, obviously, the big, the big fish. You had Arcane. You had uh, Tango Gameworks. You had um, uh, Id. Who obviously Doom, Quake, the, the, their legacy IPs are huge, um, yeah. you know, and our, the arcade offshoots too, like the Five Six and the Hellblade guys, um, you know, like big, right? But not, I, I feel like it has not been the industry standard as it was in the early '90s. So it was, well, it was a big acquisition. It's not like game shaking, but Bethesda was the true game shaker because of the longevity of their games and the initial popularity of their games. Like, people are still playing Skyrim to this day, and that game's over a decade old. You know? Uh, sure, like yeah, man. Or obviously, you know, stuff like that. I was Hopefully just talking about that the other day with somebody. I was like, can we get new fucking yeah. <laughs> Skyrims, dude? Like, they've been dropping the same, same fucking thing. game for, like, yeah, the last yeah. so 15 years. Was the big was the big foothold. Um, and it's definitely, like, it's definitely a unit seller. Um, with Activision Blizzard, they don't give three fucks about anything except for and i guarantee you it's two properties that they care about and it's two of the most money-making properties ever and even though this one is, is a falling off world of warcraft call of duty those are the two they actually care about because still to this day world of warcraft makes billions of fucking dollars for like no overhead <laughs> it's just yeah. money in the hand it's just money in your pocket dude you wake up you wake up billions you, know? you ever play warcraft world of um yeah. No, I, I'm wow. not an MMO guy. Uh, it just wow. it doesn't work for me at all. I've given plenty of MMOs a shake with the most big Have lineage. You, but not uh, World of Warcraft. You ever give it a, a good shook? No. No. Nah. No. I tried it like for the they like the I've thirty the day lore, free though. trial. I like the lore, oh, truly. Um, yeah, like there's some great lore of mm -hmm. yeah. I probably watched like there's like YouTube videos where they break there's down like all the different characters. Oh, yeah. dude, you go down a, a rabbit hole of really Warcraft. Yep. Some good shit. Uh, yeah, tried like the 30 day free trial back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and I was just mad that you couldn't just fight people wherever, like Lineage 2. And I was like, man, this yeah. game's for babies. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, if we can't just bully people right outside, like the, the you know, town zone. Yeah. Ridiculous. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's where I kind of stood on it. Gotcha. But and then, you know, obviously Call of Duty, because Call of Duty is the number one FPS on the market, and people consider like the most valuable yeah. franchise in gaming at the moment, outside of like Mario. But, you know, Mario's not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you also got to like remember like the back end too, like all the networking, uh, the servers, the warehouses, True. like True. all the figures, physical architecture. Like, she get that all converted over to our Azure Microsoft. Azure <laughs> That's the thing. Um, most are actually using the Azure cloud already. That's, yeah. As far as yeah. stuff. I, I, I imagine Warcraft will go from, I think they're using AWS. I think they'll probably move over to. to I wonder technology go. wise, like if there's some good shit they can get from like, you know, that cloud computing from like World of Warcraft, that real time, like stuff. I, I wonder if that'll help them even. Could. But, yeah. uh, you know, I do, do you think that – and Call of Duty definitely still sells, and obviously, you know, it's still – it is what it is. But for me, and maybe this is talking as just, just like a, a general gamer, it's it's long in the tooth, right? I, I, yeah. It's about time for another transitional period for a new FPS to take the throne, I feel. Um, you know, because what uh, – Quake and Unreal's, like, throne was taken over by Halo – you know, yeah. Halo from Halo went to Counter Strike, and then now we have, you know, Counter Strike's lasted for two generations now. Yeah, yes, Counter Strike's just been sitting there. I'm sorry, Call of Duty. I thought you were like, yeah, Counter Strike's just been sitting in the background the whole time, I'm dude. Sorry. Like, Call, Call of Duty's lasted for two generations now. And I'm talking about just overall. I think you know, CS has always had its community. CS is always yeah. the biggest PC game, honestly. But uh, you know, as far as it's crazy as like casuals and, and console and everything else, it's it's been Call of Duty, and it's there's there's you know, it's it's been Call of Duty. But Call of Duty's never been a full plate, I feel. Like, when it was Halo, you had story, you had a subset of gamers who just did the co-op, you had a subset who, just, like, when Forge Mode came out, you just did shit like that, and then you had the PvP guys. You know? Uh, Call of Duty's never really had, like, people go, oh, I love the campaign, or, uh, you know, like, by itself. I want to... They had, they had, like, those weird co-op modes that never really did anything. Like, even now, they have some raid modes, and I think they have two raids out now, and it's been over almost a year. <laughs> like, it's been it's a disaster. <laughs> I don't think it's been a disaster. I think they always have, like, good ideas, but they never go full bar because they have three different studios going for it, so you never have, like, a generation yeah. of it until three Like, each later, studio so, kind of yeah. does its own little slice of whatever that is like they're zombies or they're whatever the co-op yeah. mode or they yeah, yeah whatever and you know, yeah based matchmaking has been an issue for for a long time with call of duty you know so. i will say they get my fucking money though dude like every yeah. four or five years i'll just be like all right let me buy this call of duty this one seems like the hype one right now I'll check it yep. out yep. and then i'll yep. play it for like a couple of days or a month or a week yep. and i'm like yeah, it was more Call of Duty, and then they yeah, sometimes you really crave that gameplay. I, I that's true. They yeah. money too. I mean, yeah. it's like a, it's a it was a warm blanket, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, but I, I think that I mean, Sony's currently Sony won the last console generation, a hundred percent. Sony's winning this current console generation. What do you? What's your fucking big deal? You, your, your exclusives are fucking carrying you on board. Who gives a fuck if they have the new Call of Duty? That's not yeah. your exclusives. Are your system sellers? They're banger after banger. Keep working yeah. on those, Sony. Why? Why are you scared? That's my. That's my two cents, man. And I'm, I'm gonna end it on that. I said, why are you scared, yeah. bitch? If you're scared, go to church. Exactly. Like, share, subscribe. Yeah. We out. <laughs> Peace. Later.